This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're talking about Thanksgiving and not just the holiday. So what does the Bible say about thankfulness and how do we cultivate a spirit of thankfulness within us? Stay tuned for a little sneak peek. Very clearly says, in all things, give thanks. It says, give thanks continually. And the, the consummate parable for thankfulness, that is our gratefulness, thankfulness, that is constantly preached all over the world are the ten lepers, where nine did not come back to praise Jesus after their leprosy was healed. The hideous nature of leprosy in those days with no medicine and your skin just, you know, eaten away. To have them healed and only one come back, that's commonly used as a description of gratefulness and ungratefulness. But the one man comes back and is thankful and Jesus applauds him. You alone came back to give thanks. And he says, your faith has made you well. And I think that when you have 10 people healed and one singled out and told your faith has made you well, I think that it's pretty clear that his reward was so far greater than having his leprosy healed. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Oroville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. All right, welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and I'm joined by the Orsillos, Steve and Vicki, yes. senior pastors of the Father's House Church. Welcome. And hey, hey. Uh, we're broadcasting on Thanksgiving week, so wow. it's going to be a short week. It's going to be cool. a lot of stuff for us packed into a short week. Correct. Uh, we've got, well, what do we got going on here around here? We have, what don't so, we have going well, on? we're si- actually sitting in what looks like... <laughs> Christmas Village Central right here. I looked at nine Christmas trees in this building. We walked into this. It was kind of Vicky like, Vicki wow. and I thought we walked into Narnia. Open the door. <laughs> yeah, someone may. Oh, you can't see any, but I can see nine Christmas trees from where yeah. I sit. The lamppost yeah. is the it's, only thing missing. But yeah. what we're really doing is um, on the 91 acres, we have a thing called Lights of Hope, which is a, um, a quarter mile lit up Christmas walk in villages. Um, for for the city of Orville, we're expecting thousands actually to come. It's free, and then also my beloved husband here, Stephen, is building a 45 by 65 outside ice skating rink. Cool. And we also have a uh, 70 foot toboggan slide sled. Right. I don't know oh, what man. toboggan has to do with this. It it's a 70 bigger. foot slide, though. It gets bigger and bigger every time. Well, was, I think the you're, you're the probably going to actually slide a hundred feet by the time you come to a stop. <laughs> and if you, you go hundred and ten, you're in a creek or or against yeah. a tree. So I hope it's under a hundred. That thing so, is huge. It it's is huge. huge. So we're doing a mega a mega outreach um, in the city of Orville. We're all over the city right now with a gift of hope. We're, we'll be doing a Christmas assistance in conjunction with that for a thousand kids in Oroville, which you're yeah. a part of. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. And that's been, where the Christmas trees are in this room. Uh, we were walking, around, going to different businesses and they host tags that you correct. can sponsor kids. If you'd like to sponsor a kid, you can go to giftofhopeoroville.org. And from anywhere, you can yeah. buy a Christmas gifts and send them to our office. All the information is on the website. And you just write down the, the ID number of the kid, and you can shop on Amazon for what they want and send it to us, and we'll take care of the rest. But for the people in Orville, they go to a restaurant, 
and say Applebee's and they see a tag, they see a nine-year-old little girl wants Barbies and they buy the Barbies and, and do the rest. Well, we put Christmas trees in these businesses, but we couldn't find them. Like (laughs) when you have, (laughs) when you have like 35 (laughs) Christmas trees and they're all very similar, but slightly different. Um, our friend Luke and I spent a bunch of time putting them together, but we, we found gigantic, like 14 footers Too big. and like the one footers <laughs> and we just couldn't find anything. It's like, should we stack three one foot trees for Applebee's? Well, it um, looks like there's about 15 six yeah, so, footers. In so this so this we walked in to record the podcast yeah. and we found all of, this all of the six foot trees disappeared to this room. <laughs> The land of Narnia. Oh, man, oh, yeah. So, so we're in Narnia. One other fun fact. Did you guys know that if you were to start with episode number one of The Uncommon Truth and listen through this episode, you'd probably be listening to The Uncommon Truth for about four days wow. at this point. So, without sleep. Yeah, without sleep, just yeah, straight, straight So you could go back and forth um, from coast to coast. Yeah, you could go. Oh, man. You'd probably know a lot of truth if you did that. <laughs> or a lot of crud. <laughs> yeah, or you, I don't think so. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Just talking about right. Jesus. It's been really a, a privilege. I, what, is, is this number 80? Uh, this is 76, uh, 77. Feels like 80, but anyway, um, it just has been a real privilege to be here and that you actually invited me to join the podcast because I know Steve was on it all the time by himself and and uh, it was really good. You're, you're so good. But then you added me in. That was really nice. It's we really so magic much. now. We were thinking uh, before Steve got here, because Vicky won today, um, we were thinking that maybe you like having Vicky here because she every every time it after you say your first remarks on the subject, then Vicky goes, uh, well, that's so good, Steve. Maybe, maybe that's why she's, she's allowed to stick now around. I can't say it anymore. Finally, someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> so today you're not um, going to get Luke to say it. Speaking of being thankful, yes, um, I think pretty much everybody who has a podcast that airs this week is going to talk something about thanks thankfulness because it's yeah. Thanksgiving for our American listeners and for our Canadian listeners. You're just going to have to get used to it. We celebrate Thanksgiving when it's actually cold, not in in like <laughs> September is, when it's cold up it's there. It's cold up there, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So um, I wanted to I wanted to dive a little bit into thankfulness. And, um, like you could, it's just on the surface, you can talk about being thankful for, for Jesus all day long, um, and what it, what it means to be thankful. But, um, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, does the Bible actually ask us to be thankful or tell us we should be thankful? And, and if we are thankful, what does it do for our lives? Like what is cultivating a spirit of thankfulness actually do to us? Um, and kind of like the, if you take it one way, what, what does it do for us? But if you if you don't obey those those commands or those suggestions or uh, best practices to be thankful, what happens if you're not thankful? What does that do to your life? So we're going to get into that a little bit. This is um, perfect because, uh, like, we have me and you, and you could do the unthankfulness, and I can do the thankfulness. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. So he'll do the what thankfulness does if you're not thankful, yeah. unthankfulness. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> <laughs> <Were you? laughs> he, he's waiting for the question. So just real quick, what does being thankful do for somebody? Yeah, honey? Well, you know, you've in your message there, you talked about, is it biblical? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, it's very clearly says in all things, give thanks. It says give thanks continually. And the, the consummate parable for thankfulness that is our gratefulness, thankfulness, that is 
constantly preached all over the world are the ten lepers, where nine did not come back to praise Jesus after their leprosy was healed. The hideous nature of leprosy in those days with no medicine and your skin just, you know, eaten away. Um, just uh, you're shunned yeah. by society, hated, starved. You have to live outside of town, you know, in a colony of other people whose skin has fallen off. To have them healed and only one come back, that's commonly used as a description of gratefulness and ungratefulness. What was said to the one that came back was, your faith has made you well. Now, he singled him out and said, only this foreigner came back to give thanks. Only this, this, this Samaritan came back to give thanks. Where are the other nine? Now, they all got healed. And if healing is the end goal, then, they, then being, not being thankful is kind of rewarded in that they're, they're, they're healed anyway. Yeah. And they get to they go to the priests and they show themselves and they get to rejoin society. They get to live a life without leprosy. But the one man comes back and is thankful and Jesus applauds him. You alone came back to give thanks. And he says, your faith has made you well. And I think that when you have 10 people healed and one singled out and told your faith has made you well, I think that it's pretty clear that his reward was so far greater than having his leprosy healed. Mm. His probably, because of what he said, Hosanna, hallelujah, to, you know, called him God. Yeah. And Jesus didn't rebuke him. So the man recognized that he was healed by God, the Messiah. And he's a Samaritan, right? He's a foreigner. Mm -hmm. And... What I believe Jesus is saying is that he is offered eternal life because he believes in Jesus being something other than just a prophet who healed him. Mm -hmm. The other nine, being ungrateful to that point, went and got to live. They had a reward anyway. They just got the blessing of having run across Jesus in life, not knowing who he is, not taking the time to go back and be thankful and be grateful. They didn't get it said to them, your faith has made you well. And I know I want to be well. I want to be well. And, and I want everything about that, that the implication that this man got eternal life. He recognized Jesus as the Messiah, which he told Peter is the rock. Right. And so there's so much that came to that man who ran back to be thankful and took the time to recognize this blessing came from God and give thanks and fell on his face, singing praise, or not singing, but calling out praise, you know, speaking out praise. And Jesus, I mean, that being made well. I know an awful lot of people who aren't really well. They're still having panic attacks. They're still struggling and suffering to trust God. They're not really grateful and thankful for what they have they're more worried continually about what they don't have. Yeah, so they kind of got half of, they've got the, the physical healing maybe or the some. Just an understanding and knowledge they, of Christianity, and they think, you know, because I believe I'm well. Right. But they're not well. They, they stay up all night shivering and shaking in panic. And they, they have these incredible anxiety attacks. And um, I think that being made well means... When you're thankful, 
you have a different attitude. You look at what you more, you're more often going to look at what you do have than what you don't have. You're going to concentrate on what God has done instead of what God hasn't done. And I think that the fear of what's not taken care of comes from a failure to look at what has been taken care of and be grateful for it. I was talking to a Christian the other day who I happen to know, been in the church 20 years, and I was talking about my life. And he was talking about how busy I am. And I wasn't talking about how busy I am. I was talking about how grateful I am to have so much to do for the Lord. Just he lets me be involved in so many things. And I said, you know, it's like we kind of like we're lucky we don't all have to do what you're doing. And I said, no, I'm lucky that I get to do what I'm doing. And the difference is that you don't think I get to do it. You think I have to do it. Right. And that comes from not looking at what God has done as a blessing. That comes from not being grateful for the privilege of I get to work for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we'll be out there and someone will be talking about, well, we started at seven. What time do we get off? And I'm like, that never crossed my mind. Yeah, well, because we had to call you to get get you from the job site. And yeah. You're today. so excited about it. It's slide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I love doing these podcasts, but it never – I told Vicky if she hadn't called me, I wouldn't be here because yeah. I'm – I was just so into what we were doing. I'm, I'm directing eight different people that don't, not one of them know what they're doing. So I have to tell them the minor stuff. Yeah. And it's just such a pleasure to build something so awesome and have such a, you know, amazing opportunity to do something for Jesus. And I get to work for him. But so this podcast for me is I get to serve him. I get to be here uh, and I don't have to be here. I get to be here. And I think that's where thankfulness and gratefulness. I know that Vicki and I are, are, are always and have always been grateful. I have things in my life that I don't think anybody else would be grateful for. Like my son being born with Down syndrome and having him 37 years old still living with us. I'm grateful for that little man. He changed me. God used him to make me a better man. I'm a way better person having lived with him. And I know I just... I'm grateful. I know when we get to heaven, I'll be able to. Conv- I'll be able to t- tell him, I'm sorry, you know, that this was your lot in life. He's not sorry at all. Right. But I, I'm sorry for him. Talk about a thankful guy. But I'm so yeah. grateful and so thankful that he's in my life because that guy, his whole world is made absolutely wonderful by a hot dog or a slice of pizza. Yeah. And. You make a hamburger for him, and you've owned him for life. I mean, you got you got a friend for life. His favorite and, his favorite birthday gift is a bottle of ketchup, right? Ketchup, yeah. He's got he sends out lists, man. He loves ketchup, peanut butter, red you know, solo cups. red yeah. solo cups, crackers, saltine crackers. Oh, yeah. Anything his mother limits him, he tries to get other people to buy. His father, and, and yeah. uh, so very few people with you know adult Down syndrome people. I I, I think it's hard to look at that as a blessing. I'm, I don't know that they're pretty amazing. It's maybe a lot of people look at it as a yeah, blessing, I but so. I know they're so amazing. For me, it, it allowed me to see, yeah, my son does, you know, my son is not going to have children. He's not going to have this life that we all dream of. He's never going to have ownership, uh, home ownership or anything like that. And yeah, he don't care. Yeah. He's just so happy with what he does have. He never thinks about what he doesn't have. And it, so it's such an example to us. He's so grateful and thankful. And I mean, he'll thank me in advance for tomorrow night's dinner. I mean, he is just so into what, I mean, just the blessing that's coming his way. And I just wish you and I 
and everyone around us and everyone listening. I wish we had more ability. That's what I want all the time. I wish I had really more good. ability to be that thankful for yeah, things. It just kind of comes natural to him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, he's, he snookers me into giving him about anything. And it's, and it's really, it's the joy of seeing him so grateful. Yeah. Can you imagine how God feels? I mean, if and God says, if you who are evil or you who are sinful, you are flesh, you are made of flesh and made of dust, know how to give good gifts to your sons and daughters, how much more? And I think about that. My son is so grateful all the time. And I it pleases me so much. And if it does me, how much more the Heavenly Father, if one of us yeah. are that grateful? that thankful for the good things that have happened in our life, even in the midst of bad things. People ask me all the time, how do you go through bad things so well? I said, because I have so many good things, you know, there's so many blessings in my life and he is still good. And there's still the revelation that I get to know him above all other things. If I have to drive an old jalopy or a brand new truck, doesn't matter. He is in, he's with me and he rides with me in whatever truck I have to drive. And whatever life I have to live, he is with me. And I think that above all things is the best description of gratefulness. I think the guy in the ten, the 10 lepers, the one leper, he got to be made well. I think I'm made well. I really do. I, I, I can remember back when I was not well. And I think I've been made well. I have a very healthy attitude towards crisis, catastrophe, negative things, bad things. And I'm right in the middle of every tractor and every truck having flat tires. It's, it's really, it's really crazy. It's, it's honestly, it's out of the ordinary. How many everyday things break, run out of gas, fuel lines clog. It's just so many things in these last two weeks. And it's funny, you know, uh, we're all, we're, we're still swinging for the fence. I mean, we're still going 90 miles an hour. If that tractor don't work, let's do something else. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's let's get let's just we working for jesus we can't say that tractor stopped us or the mud stopped us the rain stopped us it's pretty it incredible the you gave me lord yeah and it's, it's your tractor you know and, it's, and we're we belong to you so we'll get this job done and it's and it's pretty awesome i can't wait to see all the little kids just walking through the christmas lights seeing all the cool stuff that's what i feel like today and yeah sliding down all the slides Skate, you know, skating, just enjoying what what God has provided for them here in Oroville, using His servants, mm -hmm. His sons and daughters, you and me, to build this incredible thing. Wow, Steve, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> On cue, again. baby. I uh, like you're, you. You're so smart. That's why I like you. So, yeah. What? What'd you say? Honestly, huh? did huh? to huh? to come in and not know the the uh, not know the question and have him answer yeah. that about the. Uh, the leper, the one leper that came back and said, you know, thank you for making me well, you know, thank you for healing me. And he just said, I made you, you're now well. To have that description of thankfulness, that probably wouldn't have been my first thought regarding thankfulness, but it really is the indication of how we should live. And he says in all things, get, you know, be thankful, you know, in all mm -hmm. situation, give, you know, and whatever's pure, whatever's noble, whatever's good, think of those things. And, and I was thinking of um, our son, Mark, who has Down syndrome, who's talking about, he goes and stays the weekend at my daughter's house or his friend's house on campus. And he comes home and he just, every night at eight o'clock, he comes in wanting for wanting food. You know, we make, it's, let's make a deal. But he just, he just, from the bottom of his heart and his, and his just, he looks up to the sky and says, oh, I love my house. Yeah, I'm so, you know, I'm so glad to be home, you know, and, and um, he does. He is the epitome of thankfulness. Yeah. He just, 
it's it just like I never really thought about till Steve said it. But just that th- thankful heart is, is everything. When I'm thankful, I'm healthy. You know, I'm not grumpy. I'm, I'm thankful. I just, if you're thinking about whatever's good and noble and pure and think of those things, it really is more difficult to be ungrateful. So um, I agree. I agree that um, that's the thing that we should be doing this week mm-hmm. is being thankful. You know, what do you have? What has God done for you? Well, he saved me. So let's just start with that. Freely was given, freely I give. So if he gave that to me freely, I need to give it away. And look around to see what what do I have? What what can I put in the stew of life to be grateful? Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I I'm so thankful that I'm alive today. So it's easy it's easier for our lives if we are thankful, but it's kind of it's not always easy to stay thankful here no. in in like the West, right? Because no. we we have this like I guess it, it feels like the whole world is telling us what we don't have all Correct. the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I kind of think it might be helpful to think of uh, it helps us understand th- thankfulness if we understand the opposite of thankfulness. Mm-hmm. So what would be like the opposite of thankfulness operating in our lives? Well, I think you just you just just turn on the news right now. Just turn on the voice. Watch the voice for a few minutes and it's victim it's victim. Everybody's a victim. Everything. Everybody's a victim of everything. It's like, you know, there are people are always crying, which I'm not diminishing their pain. Mm. It just seems like the world system wants you to be ungrateful and be and be distracted and be a victim and be sad. So when you come in the opposite spirit and you're thankful, it really gives people hope because the world does say, you know, you need to be a victim. It's all about you. Yeah. You know what you don't have. You know, you look at the commercials. What you you know what you should have to be um, be happy. And honestly, it's a grateful heart. It really does you good. And so the opposite is an ungrateful heart, and mm-hmm. it makes you miserable. You know, when I'm miserable, it, when I've been miserable in my life, it's because I've all intrafocus, in, in, I don't know. In, yeah, that internally, intra, focused. internally focused. Yeah. Internally. And I'm thinking about what I don't have or what he hasn't done for me. And it's like, that's, that's just wrong. He, he died on the cross. While mm-hmm. I was yet a sinner, he died for me. So I have so much, but when I'm not grateful, I'm ungrateful, and it doesn't work out well for me. I'm not that happy. Yeah. Do you have anything else about that? Well, I just think the victim thing, it's, it's the story. Did you like that? Was you that a good answer? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. So you did really good. The voice, because we watched yeah. the voice. I was going to, yeah. uh, you know. You didn't say that. You said, elaborate on it. You should have said, oh, Vicky, that was really good. Oh, yes, dear. Can't Thank you just you. be thankful? <laughs> just be, I, dang it. Can't you just be thankful for what I do? <laughs> Go ahead. I failed. <laughs> so. Bo- the victim. So this this victim that Vicky brought up, this this I mean the way to get on a game show is to have the best victim story. Right. The way to get on the singing show or the performing show or the like like in the Olympics they highlight all of these um, athletes, Tragedies. and it's always they highlight the tragedy in their life, and it's um, so it makes people feel like they have to have tragedy. They have Good. to have a sorrowful story. And so it makes us look at the negative and what we don't have and how, how hard life has been for us instead of looking at the incredible blessing. I mean, it might be hard to believe, but paved roads and wheels are the biggest. I can't imagine the blessing of paved roads compared to biblical times or any other time, right? I, I, can't, I can't imagine what, what life was like for those people without rubber. I mean, just you keep going through all the incredible blessings we live in. Air flight. You yeah, know? I always think of uh, 
coffee didn't exist in the in the old world until after Columbus. I'm like, coffee, what, man. What would you have done? Yeah, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. I got my coffee here. Yeah. Yeah, I I just think that it's it's you know we live in a w- time where we can travel the world. Nikki and I have been to places that people of old could never go. The people in these stories were reading the Bible. They could have never went. The world was, you know, as far as their eye could see. Mm-hmm. They were lucky if they went that far in their yeah, life, in their whole life. You know, and so there's so many incredible adventures. And when you look at poor people in America, the vast majority, not all, but certainly there are definitely, dis, you know, terribly poor people that are suffering greatly. But when you look at what we call poor compared to go to a third world country and look at poor, it's you always come home saying, whoa, we aren't poor. Yeah, we got to get, we, you know, what I thought was poor. And when I told victim stories about how little we had, we actually have so much more than they have. Yeah. I mean, you go to Mozambique and try to travel, village to village it's a you know 12 14 hour trek over bumpy pitfalls and everything it's crazy uh and here you get on a road that's paved that's you know got fences and you can go fast and you know every i was just thinking when we go home every night and we we, steve and i are sitting out outside on the deck or inside it's we just really are so grateful oh my gosh we we just every day we're like so grateful and it's and every day we're getting closer to meet Jesus, and it's yeah. really going to be like he said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And we really do, I think, for the most part, are so grateful for our life for what we have. That you're here, Luke's here, the people that come. I was in, I was on the floor yesterday in worship, and I was so grateful. I was thinking about all the people in the crowd, and it's like, why, why do I get to have this? I'm so grateful that these people would come to the Father's house, who's pastored by Stephen Vicky, and listen to what we have to say about Jesus, it's like, I mean, who gets that? It's amazing. I should be so grateful that I get to influence anyone's life and show them Jesus is just remarkable. So I think for the most part, and we're not, we're not professional at this at all, but we are very thankful. Really we live thankful. a very thankful, we love mm. our life. Mm-hmm. It's we a very do. difficult life sometimes, but we love it. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, today, Working and that was very good, honey. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Working today. Thank um, you for that. Working today. I never. It never crossed my mind the amount of work you and Luke have done, and, and even yours to be here for this to be ready when I walk in the door. And yet, you know, we get to speak to people, and and, and it's becoming quite a few people we get to speak to, and tell this these truths to, because of what you guys do. That's right. You know, and how, what's the chances in old days of us ever, ever even meeting you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, raised in Denver, raised in England. Um, what, what would be the chances of us meeting you, let alone having you work with us, preparing a pathway for us to just sit down and share in all the work you do to put on this podcast? And it's like all over our church, all over. Last night, church was put on. I just showed up. And, you know, you uh, the I, microphone, I get, yeah, I get to go out and do what I do and know these incredibly faithful people and just are doing all of these things that make our life so awesome and the outcome and the fruit so big and, and widespread. And it's just, it's miraculous and it's, and it's awesome. And we're so grateful for every person that's laboring in the kingdom alongside of us, you know, taking care of the father's vineyard, Matt, you know, just 
tilling and, and, and plowing and pulling and burning. And we're just pushing back the darkness and shining the light. And I'm so grateful. And we get home and we just love our house and we love our, our vehicles and we love our, our kids. And we love this. We sit out there and watch these sunsets. And why, how come we get to do this? Yeah. And yet we're, you know, I, I think pretty much I go seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I call rest is church. And I'm the pastor, so that's you know I'm I'm working pretty hard. Yeah, your and first sermons at four a.m. Yeah, you're my preaching yeah. To, well now three three a.m. now to Pakistan this Sunday church in Pakistan and I, and bless uh, you Pakistan you know bless you guys bless you Christopher and Ruth and um you know I I look at all the things we get to do and all the people we get to touch and we get hurt yeah we get hurt and we don't want to get hurt and we want everyone to succeed our number one hurt if we have a victim story is people choosing to relinquish what they've gained letting go of the rope if they're climbing a mountain if we in you know like in church to or Christianity to climb in a mountain just get into the Lord's mountain and you and they just they just fall mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's hard for us, but it, if you just look at how many people don't fall, you'll, you'll know that your efforts are worthy. Your efforts are being used. You're seeing great results that you, you're doing, you're getting, being allowed by God to do great things in his kingdom and save people and help people focus on Jesus and focus on the Holy Spirit in their life, practicing his presence. This is what gratefulness is more than anything else. A guy named Merlin Carruthers wrote a book called uh, Prison to Praise, I think. I hope that's the right name. Anyway, his, his, his main line is, why don't we just praise the Lord anyway? Why don't we just give thanks that's anyway? Right. Why don't we just say thank you when bad things happen? Lord, I thank you. That, you're, that even if I can't thank you for the car wreck, I can thank you that you are with me in the car wreck. Even though I can't thank you for the foreclosure, I can thank you for the time I was allowed to live in that house. I can thank you that you were with me through it. If I can't thank you for the fire I can or the burning of the house, I can thank you for the magical life we lived in that house with you and you were always with us. Or that and it was I, just the house and not people or yeah. something like that. And just how many how much ministry happened in that house? How much love occurred in that mm-hmm. house? How much just giving and serving and and then now on the other side of the mountain we can say we can be thankful for how much he upgraded us in that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, just take any example, any question, and you can see that why don't we just praise the Lord anyway? And that was a, that was a great book I read back in the seventies for heaven's sakes. And I think all things work together for good and pray. And, you know, like I was sitting at a table the other day on Sunday and my two lifelong friends were there. And then my daughter, Nicole were there and I was four of us. And I came back and I told Steve, 75% of the people at the table have lost their child, children. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was two little girls and a, little, and a boy. And I got to, um, you know, my daughter is a year. Evelyn's been, my granddaughter's been passed a year. Loie is 19 years and, and Rocky is 20. And I got to ask him, like, what's it like 19 and 20 years later? Mm-hmm. And what, 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 what can you be thankful for? And to see the dirt, you know, just, just even in those things, even in the death of our associate pastor, yeah. there's 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 things to be thankful for. So there's so many things to be thankful for, and instead of judging God and and that He didn't do what I wanted to do, I'm going to give Him thanks for whatever I can 
thank him for. Like Steve was just saying, you know, it, all things work together for good for those who love Christ Jesus and called according to his purpose. And even in death, there's, there's, there's things to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And maybe not in the moment. Maybe it's going to be 19 years later or a year later. But you can start seeing the hand of God even in death of a 7-year-old or a 42-year-old. Mm-hmm. And not to say that you ever understand why these people were taken. It, but, you know, I, that's not my question. My question, my thing is to be thankful in all, in all things, give thanks in all things, because knowing that it brings about all kinds of good fruit in my life. Yeah, and it, it seems going back to your, your parable of the, or not the parable, but the, the 10 lepers yeah. and one came back. Yeah. It seems like a, a perspective thing because the, the goal of, of nine of the 10 was healing for now for a little bit yeah. or temporary comfort or ease of suffering. But one of them had the the focus of long term looking looking for Messiah, and so he's like, "Wait, you didn't a- answer my question." Kind of, I'm looking for the healing for what's inside of me, and and being thankful for that, and and finding that in Jesus. And uh, I don't know. I th- I think that the world is trying to get us to focus on our own temporary absolutely the things that we can focus on now, here and now that we can see and touch and feel and oh don't think about all the ways that the lord has come in come through for you you know um so that's, I, a, good, I think, that's a great point i think yeah. that the the enemy has tools to try to try to get us off focus and i think i just think of this week we're going to have thanksgiving and we're going to have this this kind of feast of thankfulness and then five hours later we're you know maybe maybe not this year but we would all, a bunch of us, be rushing off to wait in line at Best Buy mm-hmm. for the Black Friday deals. And mm-hmm. I always found that super ironic. It's like, I'm so thankful for what I have, but I can't wait oh, to get funny. something more. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe the, like using your line of reasoning about thankful for what we have, well, we have this, this pandemic or this lockdown or things are getting like kind of mm-hmm. worse by the day yeah. uh, so far. But at least we can. At least we don't have to go Black Friday shopping, or well, we don't have to. I'm not we're, thankful, we're thankful for, that. for our. We're thankful for. I guess now where it's like, our perspective has changed. Absolutely. Like, wow, life is so important. The ones we love are so important. Just the things we used to take it for granted, like going to school in person or going to church in person, or all this stuff, is no longer something that we just take for granted. Yeah, right? it really does. And and through the, even through the pandemic, you know, it's we've seen. We've seen Jesus just pour out his spirit like crazy. People are being brightly converted. Mm-hmm. So I'm really thankful for the pandemic and the people that have been saved through it. And the people even flocking to a deeper Christianity because it's like we don't control these things. We don't, you know, so it's like let's just let's, let's just focus on Jesus. And I think Black Friday, the, the buying and selling, it's like, it's again how you look at it. Is it me going to try to have more? And, you know, like, I'm not thankful for what I have. I need more. Or is it me saying, I'm so blessed. I want to go buy things for everyone I love. (laughs) And if I do it on, I want to bless them. And if I do it on Black Friday, I can bless them more. That's what I was going to thank you, honey. That's what I was going to, that's actually why I go. I know it is. So I can buy more things for more people. I know. I know that about you. (laughs) I've always loved that about you. That's right. You go and I think you, he's brought you, to you by Walmart. Yeah. Save money, live better. <laughs> no, not Walmart, but just, you know, Christmas morning, there is craziness under the tree, and it's mm-hmm. all Vicky, and she just loves watching the whole family open her gifts. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I get credit for it too. It's from both of us, and it was her. She went out and, you know, Thanksgiving night now, yeah. and, and, and 
just really all year long for Vicky. She's just planning to bless them. Oh, this would be good. Oh, this would be good. Oh, this would be good. She knows when all prices go down. You know, <laughs> yeah. the day after Halloween, all the candy goes down. So she's, <laughs> you know, she's she's got this closet and she's planned it all out. And it's it's not so that she can have it by any. Mm-hmm. She's not wanting more. She's wanting them to have more. And it's just it, she wants to bless them. And that's really part of when you see that you're blessed, you're way more likely to want others to be That's blessed. Good. Yeah. When you fear that you're not blessed, uh, you're always afraid when others get blessed. It's like good. you're missing out on something or they're getting something that you should have got. You know, it's like you, you, it's unfair. And I, I think that Black Friday for us or any other shopping day for us or the whole year while she's doing this, it's just the joy of blessing people and watching them, mm-hmm. you know, get blessed i i and that's because we're blessed i like to do extravagant things I like to buy i'd love to buy them all houses or cars mm-hmm. you know everybody so what i always dream you know if i ever struck it rich yeah i'd want to buy everybody big stuff you know and and really the little stuff you buy the little stuff when you have a little and you buy a little bit better when you have a little more it's really a it really triggers thankfulness in you it really comes from it's birthed out of a thankfulness within mm-hmm. you and a gratefulness for how good things are and how much you enjoy receiving and i i know we receive constantly and we are so grateful we are happy receivers we're not all proud we can't take something i cannot take that from you no we give liberally and generously and we receive liberally and generously and we're blessed we really are. We love life. That's so cool. I think what happened in this room with all the Christmas trees is somebody went shopping on on Boxing Day, the twenty sixth of <laughs> December, to Home Depot That's and right, bought up all the up. all the floor models. Uh, that yep. makes me happy. We, we I should. think they did it because Vicky taught them that. That makes me <laughs> yeah. happy. They well, just when you were saying that, I was thinking of the emails that your daughters send out every once in a while, like, "Hey, everybody, go to grocery outlet. Yep. This uh, this like bubbly drink that everybody likes right. is super cheap." Or go to the uh, Marshalls. Grapes. Ninety nine cent grapes. That, uh, yeah. Smart and final. I always I always send people that. I remember <laughs> everybody. You know the oh they just got a truck of brand new sneakers in. That's right. Everybody go go. go or can, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Go get them now while they're hot. I think I actually have uh, I have cowboy boots that that you guys gave me uh, wow. that somebody gave you and you're like oh Max would like these send them aside for me and every time I wear those people are like oh nice boots where'd you get them we paid a lot for those boots uh, <laughs> I also got a, nah, a, we a shirt that's one of the five shirts that Yos lets me wear on the podcast that you got me yeah. so I she plans she's yeah. good so it's like it's the Lord's good she's it just really, really is uh, living with a um, heart of Thanksgiving I think you know honestly as I think as you ask a question and I think about it it's probably everything Grateful that you're saved, grateful you know Jesus, grateful that you're alive, grateful that you have kids. It just is, it should color every area of your life. And not just on Thanksgiving or in the week of Thanksgiving or on Black Friday. It really is living with an attitude of gratitude. I think um, I wake up every morning just thankful that he gave me one more day, hmm. that I'm alive. And it's like, okay, what are we going to do today? You know, where's the roller coaster going today? Because it does feel like a roller coaster at times. But um, that really is. It's, it's really an important thing to do. It's really an important uh, key, not just think, not just this week, not just on Thanksgiving week, but your whole life. I think it'll change your whole life if you live mm-hmm. that way. And real quick, we're, we're almost done, but what would you guys say is one thing that somebody could start practicing now, carry forward past Thanksgiving, yeah. past Christmas, into next year, 
that would just begin to switch that that switch between um, I'm not sure I've got what I need or, or uh, I'm a victim to I actually am super blessed. Well, Steve's probably going to say love as you've been loved. Maybe. I don't know. But I think um, give, giving something, giving it away, just starting to give stuff away, just starting a little like we talked about on the finances one or giving your life away. I just think being generous, come in the opposite spirit, um, not just the week of Thanksgiving or the week of Christmas, but continually asking the Lord. Um, you know, if someone says they like your Nikes, go ahead and give it to them. Hmm. Someone says they like your, your hat, go ahead and give it to them. And it's really freeing. It's really hard. It's a real struggle. But you start doing stuff like that, and you become more and more thankful. And you see, you just not being tied to things, I think, is a really good, th- uh, practical way to do that. So I think um, in addition to that, the, the most important thing I think a person can do is really look at what blessings they have in their life, count mm-hmm. their blessings. It's what we try to do on Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. You know, hey, write down your blessings. What, what are your, but I think that just has to be a habit. It can't be for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It really needs to be praise the Lord for what you do have, not what you don't That's have. good. No, I've been pursuing the gift of healing, the healing power of God, and I've seen an awful lot. I've seen, you know, minor stuff. And when do you get negative? Is <clears throat> when you when you you're not thankful for the things you see and you want more. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. And um, it's if you look at you know how many things there are to be thankful that for what you do have, you know. Things you know you have. If you have the ability to believe or the ability to understand or feel his presence, hear his voice, or just love in your life. When our house burnt down, we experienced so much love. When our granddaughter was sick and then passed, love pours out everywhere. And you just see love pouring out. I mean, that's something to be thankful for, the love you have in your life. Even if it's just a minor love, it's just small amounts. Someone just being kind or saying a kind word. Mm -hmm. If you start looking at what you do have instead of really focusing on what you don't have, I think that, you know, you very clearly will begin to change and be more thankful and more grateful. Mm -hmm. It'll just grow. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for all the listeners that make us... Uh, part of their week in their cars and yeah, in their ears while they're doing their dishes. Do yeah, you don't have to listen to that's us. Amazing. There's lots of different podcasts, Thank but you. you do. And uh, we're going to have a question and answer episode airing next week. We're going to record it here in a little bit if yep. we can get on our game. Uh, but we, we're we thankful for all you guys who, who listen and give us feedback, who let us, uh, let us bring uncommon truth into your lives. And uh, we're going to keep doing it. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank you, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless gobble, you all. Gobble. God bless you all.